Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it's day four of this season's uh, Cheltenham Festival. It's Gold Cup Day, of course, and the Scottish Sunsport Racing Team are here to look ahead. Colin Duncan, Robert Thompson, Ed Watson and me, Jim Delahunt. And we start, of course, with the Timico Cheltenham Gold Cup, for which Q-Card, Ed, is now the favourite, jousting for favouritism with his stablemate, Native River. In the absence of, of Thistlecrack, we, yeah. we thought we were going to have a, an absolute humdinger of a Gold Cup and a t- couple of the major protagonists have come out, none more so than Thistlecrack, who I was hoping would run because I thought he was a horse that you could take on at a short price. Q-Card, I swithered at taking the 12-1, to 1. needless to say I didn't. Now I'm looking at a 3-1 to 1 shot, but for me... Who knows whether he'd have won the race last year? He was certainly certainly tanking under Paddy Brennan when he came down three out. I know he's an eleven-year-old. Stats say he can't win. He's still for me the best horse in this race by some distance. He was put in his place by Thistlecrack in the King George, but Nailman came to light afterwards. And I think in some ways it was probably a bit of a blessing in disguise because they tried to match strides with Thistlecrack and couldn't do it. He will be ridden differently in the Gold Cup this year. Up against his stablemate Native River, who's an out-and-out grinder, he will go from the front and try and turn it into a test of stamina. So I expect to see Q-Card very patiently ridden, but his handicap mark was dropped £6 for that defeat at Kempton. I thought that was an overreaction by the handicapper. He hasn't put him up for a 15-length romp in the Ascot chase, which proved he's back to still something like his best. I think he'll, I don't think he'll have any problems staying the trip. Festival form, he is still the horse to beat for me. Q-Card for Ed. Well, I said last year he was too old and he's not getting any younger, so he's, he's still too old. I mean, lovely horse, everybody would love to see him win, but he won't. No. So he'll win a lovely race and probably find something improving past him too good. Cool. No, I'm not convinced he says three mile two over uh, yeah. Cheltenham. I do like Native River, who's chasing him up in the betting, three to one, four to one. But as an alternative, if you like Native River... I don't see how you can't fancy a horse who's 25-1, to 1, Manila Rocco. I think if you look back to its form, the, na- the National Hunt chase 12 months ago, probably one of the best renewals I've ever had of that race, when Manila Rocco beat Native River, Vicente was in the places, Vion, Leon Rouge, all the horses behind him have come out and franked the form. This year it came out at the start of the season, ran at Aintree, when it tipped up at the last fence, when it was uh, about to challenge many clouds. Whether it will won, we'll never know. It was hard to see. But the fact that many clouds then went on and franked that form by beating Thistlecrack, it just adds another layer to the Manila Rocco form. The one thing, and it is a big F, is it's jumping. You know, it certainly has jumping flaws in when it is. He, he McCoy schooled it on Saturday. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, he said he wanted to come out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had jumping issues and it came down early in Irish Gold Cup, and we don't know how. Yeah. But, but I think if you do fancy Native River, I don't see why you can't. You know, you can't possibly be impressed by Manila Rocco. I think it's twenty-five to one. It's yeah. an absolutely huge price. Plus, I think the way the race will be run will be run to suit. I think they'll go an all-out gallop because there's some of the specialising John Q card or some of the runners get stamina out, so they want to make it a true test. That will suit Manila Rocco down to the ground. And if it's on the premises, two or three out, then I don't think it'll be far away. If we go back to Native River for a minute, does everybody agree he's probably the most solid one in the race? 
if you're looking just to tick boxes, it's either three and a quarter, yeah. 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 At the price. I don't think he'll win. At the price. He's too short a price. He's too short now. Too short now. If I was sitting each way at eight, I'd be quite happy. Does his form stack up? Uh, the last run, the race fell apart a bit. And, yeah. Um, but he's, I mean, he's won a Hennessy. He's, he's won a Hennessy and he's won uh, a Welsh National. The two mm. things about those is they are both handicaps, and now he's stepping into the Grade One of all Grade Ones, which yeah. is a fair jumping class for all that he won a Grade Two when he beat the Mercury, who bombed under the Watson Nap at Kelso on Saturday, and Bristol Dubai, who just didn't perform on the day. So he has it. He, he does still doesn't have it to prove at a Grade One level. Mm. Jack Adam, second in the last two years. There's no Coney Gray, there's no Don Cossack. There seems to be a bit of confidence behind his chances, but again, does he truly stay three and a quarter? If he runs the same race he ran behind, Coney Gray probably wins, but he's got the huge negative of zero for 62. Horses that have come back trying to win a Gold Cup after failing at the first attempt. So he's up against it, but the one thing this year is, last year he fell at Cheltenham before the festival and suffered a cut and he had a interrupted preparation this year they've had a clear run mm-hmm. and Mullins has been very very bullish if you read him the last yeah, couple of weeks yeah, he's been yeah. very very bullish I know this is his third track he's still only an 8 year old yeah, yeah he is young mm. he's a young horse I think if you think back when he, when he chased home Coney Gree never forget Ruby Walsh's reaction that day he simply could not believe he got beat mm-hmm. he thought he was in the best horse mm-hmm. in the race he just sat in beside, just behind Coney Gray already, just waiting to pounce them. And Coney Gray went on again. It was just a look of sheer disbelief. He couldn't yeah. believe what had happened. If he reproduces that, he wins. I think last season, I don't think it was a true reflection of his form. He had that interrupted preparation. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been third if if Q Card had stayed up. But this season, of the everything's tailored toward that Irish the, the Irish Gold Cup. It was turned into a sprint. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to place any of those. Slow run race and then a bit of a sprint finish. So, if we're talking about the year he finished second to Coney Gray, which he won the Thiestes that year, off one five four, one four, four five. five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a horse in this race that won the Thiestes this year off As one impressively. five four. And the only thing is Champagne West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing is, was it too good to be true? Mm-hmm. There's just a nagging doubt. The balance, of, the balance of his form suggests it is because he's been a 150 source. He's, mm-hmm. he's run at Cheltenham. he has won at Cheltenham before when he was trained by Philip Hobbs. But his two goes at the festival. He was pulled up last year, I think, in a, a Ryanair. He was pulled up in a Ryanair, and he? he was fourth in. Um, but he is now yeah, with the maestro Henry de Bromhead. He's now gone to one, and it seems that this switch to, to Henry de Bromhead has brought about an improved performance. To, to, to do what he did and win a Thiesty's off of 154. By I think it was seven and a half lengths from a, a Grand National fancy of yours, Jimmy Nuccello Conti, yeah. was a seriously impressive performance on figures. It puts him up to I think one six six now, so he's he's sort of on the cusp of this. But can he do it at Cheltenham in March? That can he do it again? That's the thing. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. yeah, yeah his last two runs at Cheltenham have been terrible. I yeah. think he needs soft ground. I think he's the soft ground helps his jumping. They're going at a slower pace. Mm-hmm. He's always been prone to throwing in the odd error. I think it's last year's festival when he was. He was never going to win after the first fence. Just they went too quick for him. Couldn't jump the front. They, they could go, and he was he was he was tailed off after about three fences. But if anybody's going to get the best of him, any of the Bromheads, the man you would go, to, isn't he? You're trying well, to convince yourself. I know. Uh, I know let, let's, let's stay with that theme because Henry <laughs> de Bromhead has gained Champagne West and he's lost Sizing John to Jesse Harrington. I take your point, Colin. It was a slow run race that he won over three miles for, for the first time last time. But here's a horse that's been chasing Duvan home for months and even years he's gone to Jesse her and the owners the pots have decided we're fed up chasing Duvan home over two miles let's go up to three maybe three and a quarter 
and so far he's proved he can do it. Three and a quarter at Cheltenham on the new course might be slightly different, but I really think he's got a good chance. He's certainly got the class, Jim. Mm-hmm. He's a class, class animal, as he's proved uh, throughout his career. The one nagging doubt would be whether he stays. We're going to find out on, on, on a Friday next week whether whether he does. That would be my only concern. But you see, yeah, it, it was a strange race. There were so many of them in with a chance at that Irish Gold Cup. And he just had the, the turn of mm-hmm. turn of foot from his he two got, he, got, he got first run. He on got the, first uh, run. Yeah, did. He, he can only win and beat what's put yeah. in front of him. But they say that that would be my main concern. Whether they just had this stamina, he, if they went full, you know, I went a real, real fast pace. He has been very much underrated because he has lived and breathed <coughs> and shadowed. Correct. Wise move to do what they've done. He's the horse that I had earmarked from the start of the season for something like the Ryanair. If, if, if the fact that he goes to the Gold Cup is what makes me think Empire Dirt is a is a nap bet in the Ryanair if he was to switch and go for Ryanair that would throw that completely up in the air but um, it's just it's just whether he's going to stay in a Gold Cup trip when, they're so, when they run you know solid fractions right from the outset with the likes of Native River in the field that, that would be my suspicion but he's a class horse since it's the Gold Cup biggest race of the week let's have one horse from each of us for the race no ifs and buts one horse for the Gold Cup Ed I would love to see a cue card win but the horse I'm going to put up 10 to 1 none runner no bet is Outlander Outlander for Ed. I've already said I'm going for sizing John. Robert? Champagne West because Henry de Bromhead's a genius. <laughs> Colin? <laughs> Manella Rocco for me, Jim, at 25 to 1. Yeah, certainly the value there. Let's uh, just briefly touch on the Fox Hunter because that comes immediately after the Gold Cup to give the professional <laughs> jockeys a little bit of a rest. No Nina Carberry this year because she's off having her first baby. Uh, so on it's the fringe, excuse, it, no excuse whatsoever. But she's insisting on taking the time off. On the fringe is the favourite to make it three in a row. Yeah, three fox hunters in a row. I yes, it so. will be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wonderful charm. Second favourite for Paul Nichols says it needs soft ground though. Paint the cloud wants good ground. It was uh, placed last year, and the one the one I've got a sneaky for is the horse which was ridden by Victoria Pendleton last year badly. Pasha Dupolder. Well, I think if you'd had uh, one of the I think top I think he's making a stake for the ride this year, isn't he? <laughs> Never mind, AP coming back. I think Jim Dallard's making a comeback. Uh, I think he probably would have won if it had if he'd had Jamie Codd or yeah. uh, Nina Carberry or Katie Walsh on it. Probably would have won last year, despite having some stamina doubts of, uh, of its own. It wasn't being very far far at all. I think Robert's probably the man to, to touch with this on this subject, Jim, because he was pulling his well, I say was pulling his hair out if there was any left to, to pull out when. Um, Will Biddick chose to ride another horse, but Katie Walsh is a very adequate, more than adequate replacement on uh, on Wonderful Charm, who Robert's very sweet on. Well, we just think he's a class animal in the race. By far the most highly rated horse. Won very easily at Musselburgh, followed up since. But losing Biddick is a, a negative because he's a way to ride Ask the Weatherman. Yeah. So he's ridden both of them, so you think he has a good idea of where he stands possibly it is due to the, the fact that Wonderful Charm does need softer ground but, but he might come Katie Walsh is, that, that Walsh decision, is yeah. an able deputy if Delahunt's not available obviously. Exactly, yes, <laughs> yeah. interesting as well he trained by well, usually trained by Paul Nichols, who doesn't have the same kind of firepower for the for the grade ones this year yeah. but the handicaps he's starting to make a bit of a habit of targeting the handicaps was it three winners last year Yeah. at the meeting he's got some very interesting runners dodging bullets in the Grand Annual being one very much so um, remain disarm in the first year I think he'll go very close yes yeah and that's in the, the, the novice handicap chase so he, he's definitely one to, to, to look at a man as a man who's maybe targeted some of these horses throughout the season at the handicaps to get them enough good marks has, has been a complete change of policy for that stable, hasn't it? Yeah. Because he doesn't, other than 
the house in days of big box Denver yeah. and Corto yeah. Star are long gone. Yeah. Other than move with the times in the first race, mm. doesn't he really have to Yeah. But they're, but they're not have... standout candidates necessarily. Yeah. Let's squeeze in the triumph, the JCB triumph, where I don't really have a huge opinion on this, although I quite like Master Blue Eyes, but I wouldn't go mad on it. it yeah, definitely Desoy is the horse that's been in favourite for, for a long time. He's got an official mark of 155, if that's to be believed. He's been very visionary impressive. He's got form at Cheltenham. He's hard to knock. I just wonder if his form is that much better than some of the others. Wide open race for the horses that are improving all the time. The horse that caught my eye, he was being at Musselburgh in the good trial they have there. There's a good flat horse called Soldier in Action, trained by Nicky Henderson, who's a master at producing horses for this race, like Soldier Tino's mm-hmm. one that springs to mind. Didn't necessarily go at Musselburgh, was, was on the back foot from an early stage, but he was impressive at Doncaster. He's 105 rated on the flat, he stays a mile and a half. You need to be eight rated 80 plus on the flat. He's well above that. He looked good last time. He's jumping. If it just sharpens up a little bit more, I could see him being a player at about, um, I think he's about 20, uh, 20 to 1. And on that basis, if he, given the fact that he was well beaten by uh, Mossad by a horse called Fourth Bridge, uh, owned by the Queen, yeah. trained by Charlie Longson, another good horse on the flat, chased home the St. Legend winner, Harbour Law at Salisbury. He's a 33 to 1 shot for the triumph. He stays a mile and six, so we know he's going to get the triple right. He might not be good enough, but I thought in what was probably a more wide open race than the betting suggested, those two at 20 and 33s were, were interesting. Defi Desoy for me. Defi Desoy. And I would go one at a big, big price, the same trainer combination that won last year, Land of Hope and Glory. Joseph O'Brien, when Ivanovic Gorbachev last year was, was chin before it ran there, ran, didn't look half fit. Running deep ground in the winter ground, he came back out and bolted up in the triumph. And I think Land of Hope and Glory, very, very similar. Been beaten at Leopardstown and Fairy House, bad going. I think once you get firm going, I think you might be a, a major player. Well, I'll finish off with the best bet on Friday. I really like Dandridge for uh, Arthur Moore in the Johnny Henderson Grand Annual, fifth in the county hurdle last year, bound to go well. Each way price still at 10 to 1. But the banker for me, definitely in the Albert Bartlett Novice hurdle, it's going to be the Irish banker as well, I think. Death duty for Gordon Elliott. Death duty for me. Enjoy Gold Cup Day at Cheltenham.